What's up, everybody? You are listening to Come On Man, a 3% Man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Welcome back. Welcome back. I hope you've been straight killing it out there with the 3% Man Principles. You know who else has been killing it lately? Our 3% brother from Bristol, Luke Aylward. Join me again to discuss body language with women, or sometimes a lack of body language. Luke just had a very good date with a girl that fits his dream girl list, and all the obvious body language signs weren't there. So what did he do about it? You'll find out right after this word from this week's sponsor. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm not sure what you're doing tonight, but what I'm doing involves a bottle of Carvassier and a lady. Well, maybe not the Carvassier, but definitely a lady. If you're like me, you're tired of expensive, girly-smelling colognes from expensive department stores. You don't want to smell like a little bitch. You want to smell like a friggin' man. That's why I've partnered with Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon has a wide range of men's grooming products that actually smell manly as hell. My personal favorites are their Naval Supremacy Bar Soap and all of their awesome smelling colognes that women love. I have several of their colognes for different days of the week, but my Saturday night cologne is Grant because it gets the job done, if you know what I mean. Right now, if you visit duke.comeonmanpod.com, you get free shipping on orders over $25. Using duke.comeonmanpod.com tells them I sent you and you get free shipping. Win-win. Again, that's duke.comeonmanpod.com. Don't smell like a little bitch. All right. I've got our brother from Bristol, Luke, joining me again. Episode number five for Luke, the Five Timers Club. Woo! <laughs> oh, yeah. You were great. You were great. Uh, yeah, we just counted, counted down all the episodes that Luke's been on. And you said that I mentioned you in like half my episodes too. So I think, I think almost all of them. And I, I get this huge, lovely dopamine kick, especially <laughs> when my housemate walks in. I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's me. Well, <laughs> shit. You and I spend like, we, we chat every day. So every. I don't know how uh, I can't talk about you, you know, because that's <laughs> like a 90% of my day most of the time. Yeah, the bit that really creased me, that made me laugh was when you said, and I decided to call her crazy drunk chick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Was, like, but, still in my fucking house. <laughs> my, uh, yeah, my tale of uh, two train wrecks episode. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I remember God. That, that fateful day, the update. And I was like, this is, I remember when you were going in for that day, I thought this is going to be a horrendous day update coming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God, that was so bad too. It was like shortly after that, that I was like, I need to take a step back from Mm -hmm. these chicks that I've been dating and really focus on like the law of attraction and attract like some quality person in my life, you know? So, but that's not what this episode's about. Yeah, true. (laughs) This, This episode is about, uh, women's body language or sometimes lack of body language. Right. And we, we got this idea because you just had a date, a really good date, uh, this past Friday with one of your dream, one of your many dream girls that you're now attracting. Yeah. And I I remember like somewhere mid date, you were like, yeah, I'm not seeing the signs or something like that. Should I just wait until the end of the date? And I like, I texted you like in the middle say, yeah, yeah. Just wait till the end or something. And that all worked out that way, right? Yeah, that's it. Well, basically, what happened is last week I had two dates. So the one on Tuesday was really not into me. She was a six with the attitude of a, of a trying to act like a 10, you know, trying to be all the prize on me and trying to make me, I, I don't know, trying to 
she was really, uh, you know, leaning back in her chair and not investing in me. Um, she would flick her hair a little bit. And basically, these are the two perfect examples of one who was in a feminine and one who wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so this chick on Tuesday, she never let her shoulders relax properly. She would open up a little bit of her body language and then close it again. Um, and she would, when we went outside, she'd always stand facing slightly away from me, giving me that 45 degrees, giving me that bit of a shoulder. And even when she did come and hug me in the cold, she refused to go for the kiss. Mm -hmm. Um, three times I tried and she, she didn't, she wasn't having it. I sort of thought I'll force this IOI, but you know, she was always closed off. And so this time I just didn't want to fuck it up. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I could see the signs but they weren't as clear as I've seen them in the past. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is too, um, and I, I've, I think I've told this story a bunch of times on the podcast. I've told it on the page, but like last year, one of the first dates I had after breaking up with my last long-term girlfriend, I went on a date with this, this uh, really hot chick and I was always that guy that was waiting for some kind of fucking written invitation to make a move. And this chick wasn't making those, uh, you know, those obvious gestures. Oh, Hey, look, uh, Nathan's joining us. Hold on a second. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. It's connecting. It's connecting. Oh, so for the people listening, um, one of the moderators from the 3% group, Nathan, is joining us. It still says connecting. I don't know what's taking so long here. But yeah, Nathan has been out of the scene for a while because he's he joined the U.S. Navy and he just got out of boot camp. And so now he's in A school. And he's trying to join us here, but I think he, yeah, and he just disconnected. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Damn it. I guess, I guess you can't get good reception on a Naval Training Center there in Illinois. Anyway, um, so what I was saying was, um, so I was always waiting for this written invitation and like, I just wasn't spotting it with this chick when I went out on this date with her. And at the end of the date, I just w like went in for a hug and on my way home, she sent me a text saying she was disappointed that I didn't try to kiss her. And I was like, what the fuck? And so like at that, at that moment, I vowed, this was before I even found the 3% book or anything like that. But I was like, no matter what, I'm always going for a kiss at the end of the day. I don't give a shit. I'm yeah. just going to go for it. And that's made all the difference. And, and what, one thing that I've learned even after reading Corey's book is sometimes, especially on first dates, women are just as nervous as guys are and they're not as obvious with their body language. You know, like Corey talks about, you don't always see them brushing their hair back. You don't see them pointing their feet towards you. You know, they, they don't move their body towards you. It's so it's like, it's hard to gauge them. And that's why like, if, unless it's so obvious, I always just wait until the end of the night. Yeah. That, that, so that, that strategy then worked because I have gotten away with so many times doing it halfway through. I've, I've gotten away with that so many times, but this time, this time she was just not having it. This chick wasn't. And so that was the first time that's really kind of happened to me. Um, but since COVID people are more cautious, they're more scared. So waiting till the end was definitely the right move. And I was texting you, I was texted you while she was in the restaurant. I was like, ah, oh, Paul, what am I, where? I just like blanked. I was like, what do I do here? Yeah. Yeah. But it worked. It all worked out. Cause you, you waited till the end and you like, yeah. you didn't, you didn't like uh, rush anything. And then, you know, at the end, the end's a, a, a good way to go. If she hasn't done anything. Yeah. You know, obvious thus far, because then it's like the ultimate test of interest, you know, like, is she really interested? And if yeah. she's, if she starts, what do you what, what do you guys say in the UK? Snogging, right? <laughs> she starts snogging. She's down. Yeah, then she's she's down. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's uh, all these dates that I've been on, especially over the three percent path. Um, it's very rare. Like I I think it's very rare that a chick is just 
overtly, you know, with her body language, at least towards me, or maybe mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, oblivious to it, but you know, like when, uh, when I had shit test girl over both shit test girl and could have kissed you longer girl. When I had them over at my house, second date, yeah. I sat down on my couch. They sat down on the other side of the fucking couch for me. So I had to like, okay. I had to like slowly close that gap to make a move, you know? Yeah. And yeah they, will, they, they, they will often do that to see if you slowly, you know, see if you're going to do anything about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Whereas uh, Marine Corps chick on the second date, she sat down right next to me. So, oh, fantastic. Yeah. And I probably fucked that up because I didn't make a move uh, in like overt move on that second date. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I made up for it on the third date. <laughs> well, that, well, that's the thing, you know, you, you, when the attraction level's high, mm-hmm. you can get away with <laughs> quite a lot. When a girl really likes you, she'll be forgiving. It's, it's beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah. She makes it effortless as, oh, as yeah. Corey says in the book. She does. She does. Also the shit tests are down to a minimum when a girl yeah. really likes you. I mean, they, they won't even, it won't even come out as like a shit test. It would just be a very subtle thing to see if you're like very tiny little thing. Like, Oh, you could do this to see if you'll change your mind. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ooh, have you considered, uh, doing that. You know, like like when the chick said, oh, you, you could just order a dessert because she knew I didn't want to eat from that menu. And I said, no, not having it. Bar mm-hmm. staff came over. I said, have you decided yet? Yeah, the whole cafe, the whole bar were looking at me and I was like, I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to be good and I'm just going to drink. <laughs> yeah, you said that you did that and that sparked a response from her like, oh, man oh, that knows what he wants you know yeah you know? she she smiled i could see her smiling and kind of blushing a little bit and i was like there you go i've just passed because because i came in quite flustered you know having having sort of been a few minutes late because of the parking forgot my mask then went back in again mm-hmm. um you know and and she was looking for a table booked in my real name as well so it was like uh, she, you know, she, I don't know what she was thinking. I don't know what she, I, and I was in the restroom and I also, you know, I'd, I'd driven for an hour as well. So I was in the restroom, you know, thinking, oh God, this is going to be a disaster. <laughs> and it wasn't though. Everything turned out really well. Yeah. Yeah. I managed to, I managed to, I was like, come on, Luke, focus. Don't, don't let it slide now. You know, when something's going a bit wrong and there's this temptation to just give in and let your legs buckle from underneath you. I was like, No come on, come back to the center. We can do this. And I could see her smiling, the the warmth in her eyes, the smile and the eye contact, the way she looked at me and the warmth in her eyes was giving me reassurance. I thought, no, she's in her feminine, you know, and there are other ways that you can see that she's in her feminine. We're not going to go into that. But like, you know, she'd made an effort to look really nice as well. And she was kind of soft and, and delicate in the way she spoke. And there was that warmth the whole time. And that little smile, smiling with the eyes, not just the mouth. That's the big giveaway. Mm-hmm. So um, do you have a, I know, I know like before that crazy chick on, was it last Tuesday? Oh, God, um, yeah. You've had previous dates though, where like you go in for a kiss mid date and that's worked out well for you. I have, I have. Um, and when I did that, um, I, I'd been given, I mean, I, I just decided that I was going to do that anyway. I decided that was what I was going to do. But every time I did that and it really hit the spot, uh, I was getting all the IOIs, mm-hmm. you know, picking the hair, looking at me. And also they'll often lean in as well. They'll lean their body towards you. If they're leaning back in the chair, uh, and you're constantly having to lean forward to sort of get closer to them, that's mm-hmm. a very bad sign. If I lean back, I notice, this is a little bit of a test. When I lean back and I notice them lean forward, you know, like there's, there's instant investment. I do that all the time. Like I, um, I try to practice like the wide body language. I try to practice like, you know, leaning back, like I don't give a shit, taking up too much room. Hmm. I have very rarely though found where I'm leaning back and a chick wants to lean forward. Mm. They just usually just stay where they're at. And that's what, that's why I'm always like, I don't know what the fuck their body language is doing right now. Cause it's not anything described in the book, mm. but they're always receptive to kissing at the end of the night. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's why I was like that, this would be a good episode because they're not always doing that, you know? And I, I don't know, maybe it's just my area. Maybe it's just the fucking chicks in Western Colorado, just very standoffish. Definitely <laughs> something that's kind of happening at the moment, the way things are going at the moment, I'm noticing this a lot because you know, that's the thing, you know, last year, this time last year, I had a series of chicks of about three in a row who had really high interest in me and, you know, kind of jumped into my arms at the beginning. Like literally when they saw me, you know, literally jumped into my arms. One of them did and like clung on. And I was like, Oh, this is going to be fun. And I knew that within about 20 minutes I was going to be in. Mm. I was like, this, this investment is high. Uh, whereas I'm not seeing that now. People are way more cagey and pulled back. It was funny, like last year before the book, I went on a, a number of dates and I, 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 I had, I got laid. <laughs> I don't even know how it happened though, because I, like I said, I was, I didn't understand body language and I didn't understand any of the, you know, I didn't read any of these books yet, you know, so it was really just dumb luck, I feel like. So I couldn't explain like how any of that stuff happened. Although uh, at least one of them, this this one chick I um, slept with on the first night uh, in my car, car sex. <laughs> she, oh, <yeah. laughs> this was this uh, this chick. Yeah, it, it was because I went in for a kiss at the end of the night, and then she was just like all down, you know. But yeah. but like during the date, she was just like super shy, super nervous. Like the body language just wasn't there, and I was like, what the fuck, you know. Oh, so you, you forced the IOI at the end. You see, this is the thing. So it's, it's, have you, you read about the ovulating, the ovulatory shift in the cycle that Rolo Tomasi talks about? Yeah, he does talk about that, yeah. When a chick, especially a chick in her 20s, is ovulating, you'll see the signs because of the way she's dressed. Um, but also, when you go in for the kiss, you're going to feel, I, I mean, I, as far as I'm aware, this is exactly, this is definitely what's been going on. And I'm pretty certain this is what it is. But when they're ovulating, you feel a really powerful electric current going through you. Just, just from that kiss, you can basically feel a sexual charge that's like going straight into you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? The, the sexual charge is 10 times higher. Uh, so, that, that makes sense. That does make so you, sense. You see them coming in dressed a little bit more, you know, a little bit more revealing, a little bit more in their feminine, whatever. There's an energy about them and, and there's a more intensity in their eyes as they're looking at you. And when they kiss, it's, it's almost like they're having sex with you with their mouth. Mm. And then you're like, I know I can take you back. Let's go and play chess at my house. Girls yeah. go, well, what if I don't like chess? I say, oh, you can't come then. She goes, what? I say, okay, you play another card game. What about Uno? Let's play Uno. <laughs> Let's play Uno. <laughs> My car's around the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, this chick was, that chick was funny though, man. Cause uh, yeah, she was just like, I want you to fuck me like right now. And I was like, uh, <laughs> okay. And like, I didn't bring a condom or anything because I did, I wasn't, it was a first day. I wasn't expecting to have sex, you know? And so I was like, uh, well, look, we need to go get a condom. Mm-hmm. So I had to like, and this was also before I, I, like, I, I got fixed. I got, I had a vasectomy, you know, but I was like, I do not want a disease. I absolutely do not want more kids. So I was yeah. like, we are going to go get a fucking condom. And she was like, are you sure? And I was, I was like, yes. Yeah. I, I, it's very <laughs> annoying when they say that, isn't it? And you're thinking, mm, how many other guys are they doing that? I don't want to know the answers to that question. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wrapping this thing right up. Yeah. So so that was, yeah, that was an interesting one too, where, yeah, she just, she didn't have any, any of the high signs of attraction. Um, I'm trying and to think went straight for the smash. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, this, uh, this is awesome. You know, like I said before that I read the book, so I called her up like the next day and was like, you want me to come down there and sex you up again at like the next day? And she was like, yeah. So I, I went down there and met her and um, she didn't want to like, she didn't want to like leave the, like her town. She lives in Montrose, Colorado, which was like an hour for me at the time. Okay. And she had, she has uh, her kids full time and she didn't want to leave the area because her kids were home alone. Although her son was like 16 or something like he's old enough to watch these kids, but she didn't want to like come over to like to 
you know, my town or come over to my house or anything. So she wanted to stay in the area. We couldn't have sex in her house because her kids were there. So oh. it was like, I guess we're just having car sex. And in an abandoned parking lot. Yeah. And then I, uh, I asked her to meet me for dinner, like later that week. I was like, at this time, it was so bad though. Like I was always just trying to maximize my weeks that I didn't have my kids. So if I met a chick online and it, like we were hitting it off, I was trying to like fill up my whole entire fucking week with this one chick. Total simp move. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. I don't do that shit anymore. But um, so I was trying to get her to meet me for dinner later that week. And she turned me down and said, oh, you know, this, this isn't going to work out with us. And I was like, what? And then like maybe two weeks later, she pinged me again going, oh, you know, I miss talking to you. And I go, look, I can't just keep having sex with you in the back of my car. If you're not willing to come over to my house, then this isn't going to fucking work out. But uh, yeah, that was an interesting experience for sure. Yeah. Car sex is, <laughs> it's not, it's not, doesn't, there's a lot missing from it, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of thrilling. Uh for the first five minutes of it and then it's like mm -hmm. this is fucking annoying it's hard to maneuver it's like i had i had car sex with marine corps chick like the other night oh yeah <laughs> so i was like ah oh, this is why i hate this that's right i remember yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just got my load for a half ass you know for a half version of it yeah yeah in fact like she was over at my house last night and uh after our first round I was like, this is much better than the car. <laughs> yeah, you know, you want to get all those different senses going, really. Yeah. So, yeah, so tell me, do you feel like you see the, well, you said, you said this year, maybe it's a COVID thing, um, but you're not seeing as much body language this year as you were seeing, like, last year. No, last year or at the beginning of this year before COVID, people were really showing it. They were really flicking their hair, looking at me with these sort of big old eyes and they were making it much more obvious, pointing their body towards me. Right now, I feel that people are, they are way more cagey and a lot of the time they'll come in and they'll either have their arms crossed or they'll have this one arm on the other and the shoulders quite tight. Um, if they like you, um, you will see signs, but it's not as obvious now. So as I say, it's more the warmth in the eyes, the feminine sort of smile, the way they've dressed, but they still don't quite sort of face straight towards you in the way that they used to and flick their hair and make it as, as blindingly kind of get as near to you like they used to. You know, they used to really rub up against me and stuff like that and get way too close so that we were touching, which is blindingly obvious and a lot of that's not really happening anymore they're kind of staying a little bit further to the side even just slightly further to the side where i'm not you know able to brush into them anymore i wonder yeah i wonder if it does have to do with covid because i don't know if it was like this in bristol but where i was at like when the lockdown first happened and everyone was like um you know, the only things that were open here were like supermarkets. Yeah. You go to the supermarket and everyone was just looking at everybody. Just look at like, do you have it? Do you have the Rona? Do you like, are you, are you infected? You know, and everyone just like had this distrusting look on their face. Like, yeah. and it was crazy. I was like, are you for real right now? Like everyone's just like eyeballing everyone. Like, are are, are you a carrier? Are you, you know, it was like the walking dead or something. Oh God. Yeah. 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 We had it hugely. People have been standoffish, they've been distant, they've been, you know, just not as friendly. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been tough. It's been tough. People are beginning to warm up a little bit now and get a little bit bored of all this. Yeah. Fortunately, the, the, the girls are, because on the cold approach, they're, they're coming up and messing around with my phone and, you know, being a little bit more playful than they were before. Oh, speaking of cold approaching, you did some more cold approaching today, right? You were telling me. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, it, it was. Oh, it was. It was really, really good. A lot of fun. Any, um, any? Uh, did you get any numbers this time? Um. Well, weirdly enough, I I felt like I had enough numbers in the phone at the moment, and I I don't know if I'll be able to say this much of my life. You know what I mean? It's a crazy thing that's going on right now with the amount of numbers I've got. So okay. I. I, I was kind of hesitant to to go for numbers. Uh, I gave my number to one of them and said, "Take it or leave it." 
the other one, I she wanted my YouTube, and she was like, I'm going to spam your comment section. And I was like, cool. Cool. <laughs> that, that just gets me more views. I don't know if you know how their ag- algorithm works, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so, so no i didn't i didn't push the numbers this time i didn't i wasn't pushing i wasn't forcing it like i was before i wasn't really going for the proper clothes but um you know i spent about an hour chatting to one this one uh pair of girls with with my my buddy um and another one for about 20 minutes we were having a lot of fun and the game has become really fluid now we don't really think about the script or the formula anymore did, um did your roommate get it's your roommate right that you're going out with yeah 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 did yeah, he, he did he get some numbers uh no but the one of the girls really really liked him and they were fooling around for ages and bantering with each other um i hmm. see it was very clear that the attraction was very high you know hmm. even though they weren't like going for closes and stuff um you know we with everybody we spoke to there was very very high attraction from them that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, like it does say in the book, you need to treat all women the same. So even if you're not, your goal is not to get the numbers, it's, it's still good bantering practice. And, you know, it's not fucking easy walking up to chicks, you know, uh, in cold approaching. It's, it's just, it's not easy. Our opener today was a really clever one, a really smart one that uh, my buddy came up with is going, Hey, how's it going? Hey, we're just spreading the good vibes. You know, we're in a really tough time now with COVID and everything that's gone. We're just here to spread the good vibes. So, you know, we hope you're having a good time. You know, oh, you're having a picnic. Cool. That looks fun. How, how long have you, you guys known each other a long time, right? You seem pretty close. Bit of a town hall meeting going on here. So I, I, I really, I, I, that, that doesn't get rejected. I mean, who would want to reject that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That seems, that's just like being friendly. Yeah, yeah, and we did the whole, oh, oh, you're taking a picture. Do you guys want us to take the picture of you two together? And so I ended up doing that. And I said, by the way, you're now taking one for my Instagram now. You better be good at this. Do you know what I mean? I made, yeah. I made this chick. I was like, no, another angle. No, do it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. no. Hang, from, hang from that branch. I want, this, I want a top-down angle. Yeah, no. That's it. And so I, I made them invest. Oh, and my housemate got them to do a kiss pose while I took the pictures of them. Nice. So we, we, we really got them to, uh, we made them dance. We made them work. And this one that liked me was telling me her entire life story and going, have you ever jumped from a plane? I've jumped from a plane, you know. I've skydived. I've run four different businesses. I was like, why are you telling me this? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I don't give a shit. No. <laughs> I saw so qualifying myself. It was great. I was going to say, I saw on uh, TikTok the other day, it was kind of almost cringeworthy, but it seemed like it was working for this guy. He went into a, he went up, walked up to a, a crowd of chicks and he approached them and he said, Hey ladies, I'm looking for a, a girlfriend for cuffing season season. Have you, have you ever heard of cuffing season? No, I don't think so. My daughter told me about this last year. But apparently, like right now, between like September and like Thanksgiving, it's considered cuffing season where chicks are looking, like if they don't have a boyfriend right now, they're like actively looking for a boyfriend because they want to, they want to like start going to Halloween parties. They want to go like have someone to bring to Thanksgiving dinner with their family and stuff like that. So right now, like women are actively seeking guys to like get into exclusive relationships with so this guy walked in using that premise saying hey i'm looking for a a a girlfriend for cuffing season you know like are any of you ladies interested and he actually got they got he got them to like invite him to sit down and chat with them and stuff i was like i wouldn't do that that's pretty fucking simpy yeah, <laughs> it's pretty simpy, but whatever, man. I guess if that works. It is. It is. It is. No, you're right. But it is true. This time of year, all the parties are finishing. All the summer flings and summer parties are over. Everyone's going back, back to their work, and it's the days are getting shorter. This is the freaking time when they're getting lonely and it's getting cold. Yeah. Yeah. This is when I. This is when I heat it up. This is when I. For me, this is my. The winter months are my favorite for dating. It's funny because I'm a, I'm a Leo, so I'm born in August, and there are so many August birthdays. 
Mm. And uh, people always, uh, I always hear people say, why are there so many birthdays in August? Why are there? And I go, cold winters, man. <laughs> cold winters. That's why there's so many birthdays in August. Everybody knows that. Oh, yeah. So I'm, <laughs> I am loving the fact that they're all feeling cold and lonely right now. You know, come to daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that and uh, I feel like, you know, like the, the COVID numbers, I think, are starting to like taper off. I think more things are going to open back up here in the winter time. Mm. It's going to be a good time to be practicing 3%, man principles for sure oh yeah yeah no it's, it's it is it's all coming back people are they, they're getting bored of being out the game now they they are looking to to get back in even though they're taking it slower you know getting getting that kiss on the first date is now becoming the equivalent of getting a smash before covid there are girls now who aren't even kissing on the first date from the people i've been talking to there's only been one chick, and the, and I, and usually when I, I talk about uh, kissing at the end of the date, go, always going for a kiss at the end of the date, like on the on the page, I say it, there's only one time where that really hasn't worked out for me, mm-hmm. and that was like right at the beginning of COVID. I went on a park date with this one chick, and I went in for a kiss, and she was like, mm, nah, like no, like no kissing on the first date. Mm-hmm. I was like like oh no okay and then i just never fucking called her again because clearly (laughs) it's it's low interest because you know the the question would be you know if i was brad pitt would you still be not kissing on the first day exactly yeah the brad pitt test they say (laughs) the brad pitt test yeah i saw I, i saw a tiktok the other day someone did a whole tiktok on the brad pitt test and he's like you have to ask yourself you know if, if you ask a chick on a date and she gives you some excuse, would she have given that excuse to Brad Pitt? And I was like, I've heard that a lot, but I've never heard it specifically called the Brad Pitt test. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love that. <laughs> Brad Pitt test girl. <laughs> but uh, I've had kisses where they, they weren't that great. You know, like I go in for a kiss and it's just like a peck or something. It's like, mm, okay. You know, I've, I've had one where, uh, this was like right at the beginning where I was first joined the 3% man group. I, I went in for a kiss with this chick and like, as I'm going in for a kiss, she goes, Oh, are we doing this now? And I was like, yeah. And then I like, I kissed her. And then the next day I asked her for a date. She said, yeah, sure. But I have a request. Let's take it easy on the kissing. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Sorry, I thought it was a date. John. Yeah. Zach. Yeah, I went out with her one more time and then just gave her a bunch of shit the whole date because I didn't give a fuck at that t- that point. So, <laughs> so I was like, so what do we do now? Like at the end of the date, I was like, can I walk you to your door? Because I picked her up at her house. And she's like, yeah, you can walk me to the door. And I go, I don't know what to do now. Should we fist bump or what? <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. She's like, no, we can hug. And I was like, okay. Hugged her, never fucking called her again because I was like, this is yeah, it, it just always is low interest. And it, it comes down to the whole thing that Rolo Tomasi talks about again, the whole make rules for alphas, break rules for betas. Now, you and I are definitely the alphas, but not all, you know, the, there's always women who see us who want to put us in that beta category and make silly rules for us. And it's so important to weed them out immediately. Yeah, well, that's what makes us alphas because we don't tolerate that. We're like, oh, well, fuck. You know, there's plenty of other chicks out there. I'm not going to sit around playing your fucking games, jumping through your fucking hoops. I'm, I'm going to go out with a chick that wants to be with me. That's it. That's it. And we, we spoke about this, I think, before we started the call, because there was one tonight who was playing funny with me. Yeah. You know, I, said, I said, cool. We were like, we agreed on something. I said, cool. We might be a good match. And, and usually when I say that, that's a, when I say that, people usually then go, yeah, I think we are. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, let's, you know, let's hang then. But, uh, you know, she then, she then shit tested it and goes, why'd you say that then? Oh, really? And I said, because I like giraffes, as you do. Um, yeah. And she said, why is it? What is it about giraffes? That you-? And I was like, fuck off. No, the others don't do that to me. And they're 10 times better looking than you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, not only is there another bus every 15 minutes, I've got half the bus in my fucking phone right now. Yeah. 
I'm going to, I'm, ca I'm calling them. I'm lining up dates all week with the, this, all these chicks. I don't need you. Yeah, exactly. It's like <laughs> really got the audacity to think that you're my best option or to think that you're even one of the best options. Like, what well, fuck, there are chicks here who were, the other thing that, that we said today as well that I discovered is that, you know, the hotter, the, the better looking the chicks are, it means they're more in their feminine and more open to receive you. So this idea of, oh, well, we'll just go and talk to a six or a five is a really bad idea because they're often in their masculine. They're often closed off. So, so the hotter yeah. they are, the better they seem to respond. The more in their feminine, the nicer they are with me. I think, I think Benny talked about this, or he talks about this on the page a lot too with his like video comments. Yeah. Benny, Benny, if you're listening, correct me if I'm wrong here, but he, I think he says something along the lines of like really hot chicks, like aren't typically on dating apps because they don't need to be for the most part. And so, so they're used to just waiting around for someone to finally approach them. But so few people like to approach ch like chicks anymore because dating apps are so prevalent that these, like the hot chicks, uh, like when you do approach them that like, they immediately perk up because they're like, finally, someone's approaching me, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, know. yeah, there is that as well. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm 99% sure Benny says something like that. And if, if not, he's, he's going to fucking post a video comment saying, no, Paul, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Fine, Benny. Shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, so, so that was the other thing I discovered. So, so, you know, checking that a girl's in her feminine um, and, and, you know, watching that shoulder tension, um, you know, when she's on a date, she's got her arm across and she's holding onto her other arm or got her crossed or folded. And she's got that tension in the shoulders. That means she is not going to be down for that kiss. And if she does, it's going to be the most frigid, like backed off kind of, pulling away kiss that you're going to, the most uninvested, horrible kiss that you're going to get. So that's always bad when, when she's, when she's tense and uptight and closed yeah. shoulder, makes, keeping the shoulder in between you as well. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm trying to think uh, how my, how uh, shit test girl's body language was on, on our first date. Cause her body language, like she came walking in to the bar she she almost had this attitude like uh you know another date or something you know like she uh -huh. you know and, and like i said like she, i called her shit test girl just because like every other thing out of her mouth was a shit test <laughs> and although there were some some things that i would say to her on the date where i could see her like eyes perk up and stuff like that so there was some good body language there but I, still nothing that was just like, you know, overt. And, and, and I, when I went in for the kiss though, at the end of the night, she just melted. She was just like melted in my arms and stuff, you know, <laughs> and yeah. it was like really passionate kissing and stuff like that. I was like, mm. I would not have expected that just based on like our interaction that whole night, but it was like a really good kiss. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a really strong strategy if you're not sure wait till the end because that doesn't look desperate it doesn't look needy it doesn't look like you don't understand how attraction works yeah yeah i think it's a it's a smart move you know like i mean obviously if, if they're being very obvious and, and Corey talks about in the book too you know he says you know if all the signs are there you don't have to wait till the end of the night yeah. And, and he, he gives, he gives an example of how this one chick was like super into him and kept asking him for hugs. And so by like, by somewhere in the middle of the date, she was finally like sitting right next to him and like their knees were touching. And he was like, I just knew she was ripe for it. So I went in for the kiss in the middle and then they started making out in the restaurant. So yeah, he said like, if the signs are there, you don't have to wait till the end of the night, but otherwise you wait till the end of the night. So. Yeah. Yeah. And um, when, yeah, when the signs are there, it's, it's, it's blindingly obvious when they're facing you square on flicking their hair and getting closer and closer and closer. I mean, you know, they, it's pretty much screaming it in your face when the signs are there. I'm, 
you know, on uh, my date with Marine Corps chick, I felt like the signs were, were there. They weren't like as overt as they describe in the book, but at some point mid date, we were chatting and we ended up on this conversation because in her dating profile, it said like, let's be friends or something at the end of it. And I was giving her shit about that. And I said, uh, what's up with that? And she's like, well, you know, I just, you know, it, she started getting all flustered because she had to like explain herself. And she's like, I just feel like, you know, if, you know, if the dating doesn't work out, you know, I'm, I'm okay with meeting new friends and meeting new people and stuff like that. And I said, you know, I just think uh, if you're going out on a dating app looking to find friends, you're just going to end up putting a lot of dudes in the friend zone. And then she was just like, oh, well, you know, she got really flustered and I just went in for a kiss then. Because <laughs> I was like, we're not, we're not going to be friends. No, no, absolutely not. So you were brutally honest with her. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's made all the difference. Oh yeah. So you, you have to be, um, you have to be honest from the outset of what your intentions are. That's, that's another key part, you know, like, so what warnings do you come with kind of thing? Somebody did that with me the other day. She yeah. Said, you, sh- you showed me that text conversation. Yeah. Yeah. She was just put it straight out there. And so I was, I, I went full guns blazing and said, um, I said, I'm not here to make friends. This is a dating app. I'm not here to text for ages and be your pen pal. And I'm not a fan of vanilla. And she totally complied. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cause she said something about, uh, how, how you guys need to get together and, and go for some chocolate or something what did she say i can't remember chocolate hot chocolate brownie fudge cake or something and if you want this you better work for it yeah gave gave me the phone number oh this is genius what i did i mean i'm not sure we are compatible but um she's still you know hitting up my phone um what i did was um i when I, i she was expecting me to text obviously she was so i phoned her the next day in the afternoon. I waited. It was about 24 hours, roughly. I didn't want to wait two to four days. Fuck that. So I phoned her. Also wrote down all the key points on her profile that she mentions. I like baking. I was like, uh, I'm a DJ. I run a whatever it is, all the different things that she does. Um, and I, I, I then questioned her on all the different things. And I had it on my screen in the notes on my laptop. So it, she thought that I'd memorized everything from her profile. And I was like, so tell me about uh, such and such. <laughs> so she's like, oh my God, this guy's a good listener. That's it. That's it. Whereas I was just reading it off, off, off a note. So what I'm going to do now on my dates is I'm going to, first of all, we've got to write down their name. <laughs> Because when you line up a lot of dates, you could you might forget who you're talking to. I uh, my my yeah, I'm bad about names, um, and I'm bad about fucking up names. <laughs> so I make a point of not using names, at, like almost at all. Go because yeah, yeah, like otherwise it's really like a bad. It, it would be very bad if I'm on a date with a uh, Marine Corps chick and I ended up calling her hairstylist chick you know like <laughs> or yeah that's that would be so fucking embarrassing oh my god so i just don't yeah. use names i just try not to use names just so that there's not that issue okay now that 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 makes sense too but i uh what i'm gonna do tomorrow is i'm going to write down all the key points that i remember from the profile and from our conversation so she can't go oh i fucking told you that i told you i was into whatever it is. And so I'm going to take as many notes down on a note. And then, you know, every time she goes into the restaurant or whatever, look at study it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then go, so, you know, you told me you've got three brothers or whatever. What do they do? You told me that your niece is super cute. What is it about? You know, what is she, how old is she? Blah, 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 blah. That, so this is the cheat cheat code and, and to, you know, then feedback everything and to really put it into play. Oh, my sister's been married four times. Your sister's been married four times. <laughs> <laughs> Re- yeah, repeat stuff back. Well, Corey says that in the book too, like about how you just need to listen to them and occasionally like repeat back what they're saying so yeah. that they're like, oh yeah, he's invested and stuff, you know. 
I'm I'm so bad about like I I, I don't know about you, but I'm the kind of guy that if I'm in a conversation with a woman and she's droning on about shit I just don't care about, like my mind starts tuning it all out and I start thinking about other shit. And and that's like always killed me in in past relationships because I'm like, I can't. I told you that. What? Oh, did you did? Oh, well, tell me again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then it's like, you weren't listening to me. Well, you're right. I wasn't. <laughs> nope. Completely bored the crap out of me, girl. Yeah. And so then, um, you know, then, then, then you got to, I'm also going to pick, I, in fact, I've already picked um, the, you know, the pick up and date questions. I think there's like 30 something of them. Oh, um, uh, from uh, Corey's blog? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What I've done is I've weeded down just the ones that really excite me, the ones that I want to get a good. And, and I've, I've been using them in the dates. They get incredible conversations. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm just going to use, um, yeah, yeah. And, and I've got ones that I've come up with myself, ones I found on the internet, ones other dating coach. So I'm also going to have a load of them that I'm going to be quickly sneaking a look at every time she, you know, whatever, goes to the bar or whatever, just quickly look, oh, yeah, that question. What are you most proud of? That one's a fucking brilliant question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, there's a whole episode of How to Beast where he's got like five or maybe even ten questions that are good for dates. Uh, David, yeah. One of them was, uh, what are you passionate about? But I feel like some of these questions just come off as corny. Like you really have to kind of make them your own. Yeah, you, what's unique and exciting about you is a brilliant one. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That does sound like a good one. Yeah, and then so they might say, well, I'm half Australian. Somebody said that today, and I said, okay, now besides half Australian, what do you love? You know, what do you, <laughs> what do you really enjoy? You know, what, what do you do for fun kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And then, then you can then branch from, because not every, a lot of chicks don't actually have much. They don't have passions in the way that men do. Because a lot of men want to dominate the world. We want to destroy, we want to build empires. A lot of chicks are, you know, quite happy, as I say, baking, um, you know, watching Netflix, uh, maybe doing a bit of yoga. You know, they, they don't all have the same kind of goals that we've got. They have different goals. Um, like I asked, I asked Marine Corps chick, like what, you know, what she's passionate about or what, something like that. And she said, she wants to... Uh, help people you know like that's her goal in life is to do something where she can like really be of service and help people and so she's gotten into like she's got certified as an emt she did that for a while uh right now she's uh doing home health (laughs) care services for one of her former uh you know marine uh buddies so that like her roommate is uh this guy he's got all these mental issues um he's got like brain damage and stuff like that. And so the VA pays her to basically take care of this guy and that's her roommate. And, uh, but she does that because she's just a super caring person. I told you how she put, puts stuff on TikTok, you know, where she, she basically puts out like motivating things like that too, but it's more geared towards, you know, other Marines that are dealing with depression and PTSD and stuff like that. And, uh, but she's just like, wants to be a positive light in the world which is awesome it was like mm-hmm. one of the things on my 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 lists <laughs> yeah yeah definitely definitely that that kind of kindness and that wanting to help and serve people without getting anything back mm-hmm. so yeah I, I would just say like chicks have different goals than mo- most do. guys yeah mm-hmm. It's, it's often very people and relationship uh, orientated or, you know, building, you know, renovating a house, doing the DIY, you know, getting the tiles on that bathroom, you know, it's, it's, and, and all kind of like, you know, laying down the foundations for eventually having a family. A lot of it is and nurturing, helping. Um, yeah. A lot, a lot of them want to help. They want to help people. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of like, um, not to get into politics too much, but they talk about like the incoming uh, inequality and uh, it's really a big myth, you know, and it's a lot of it. A lot of that stuff is because of women choose careers 
differently than men. They choose careers so that they can have more of a work-life balance so they can spend more time with family and loved ones. And, you know, they, they take more vacation time than men do, you know, and men are more focused on careers and advancement and stuff like that. They're, so that's they why they choose, don't they? Women will naturally choose the, the same jobs when they're left to their own devices. Yeah. They will always, you know, go for things like whatever, like nurses, whatever, those kind of jobs. Whereas men will, you know, there'll be bricklayers. They'll climb up to the top of cranes. They'll, you know, move house, you know, move location and work 20 yeah. hours a day. <laughs> yeah. The, you don't see a lot of women fighting to be garbage men, nope. <laughs> but that's like a male dominated industry. And then garbage men actually in America make really good money, you know, yeah, yeah. it's a dirty yeah, job. Also, but, you know, Jordan Peterson absolutely tore someone apart and said, well, there's more men in prisons. Do you want that to be equal to? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know I mean? Jordan, do, you want, do, you want, do we want to sort that out? <laughs> yeah. Like how equal do you really want to be? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's crazy. We sort of went off like on a tangent here. We were originally talking about body language, but we sort of like went the gambit. <laughs> oh, we've, we've, we've gone from everything. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. That's it's uh it's easy to do that. I mean, there's only so much you can say about body language, I think, at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, either chicks are going to do it or they're not. So you either, you know, if, if, if it's really obvious, going for a kiss mid-date. Mid if not, wait till the end of the date. Right? <laughs> and if they, if, they, if they ain't digging it at the end, then probably I wouldn't follow that up. Yeah. Then you got to be like, what? all right, I'm not going to waste my time. Next bus. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the Brad Pitt test and be like, would she have done that with Brad Pitt? No, she would have gone back on the first date with him. So unless she sees me as some super cool James Dean, um, you know, fuck that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think uh, we should go ahead and wrap this up then, man. Yeah. And, uh, and then I'll see you back on uh, the episode for your sixth visit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah whatever that one's gonna be but we're gonna do it we're gonna do it sounds good man i'll talk to you later cool in a bit thanks again for joining me luke as always it's fun when the two of us can get together and discuss dating strategies and whatever else we come up with for you guys listening in thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next time thank you for listening to come on man if you're new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your podcast platform of choice and share with all of your bros. Now go out and get it.